2: And I'm not going to let anything stop me. Whenever you're on the verge of the break, expect adversity. The Bible says that there's a great and effectual door up to us, but there's many adversaries. So when you're on the verge of your breakthrough, get ready for all hell to come at you, because he wants you to turn around. We
1: hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousy. God is doing so.
2: Next slide. He who plants and he who waters are one in importance with esteem working. T- Guess what? Parker ministry, usher ministry, greeting ministry. All the ministries are important. All the ministries are important. All the ministries have value. All the ministries have importance. is important. Everybody's vital. You don't think you're picky toe important until you heard it. But each will receive their own reward. For we are working, for we are God's fellow workers and his his servants working together. You are God's cultivated field, his garden, his vineyard. God's what? It's not the building, it's us. (sighs) Back in the Mark chapter 2, when they had unable to get him uh, him because of the crowd, they removed the roof. How many of you stop at the first note? Well, there's no room at the front door. Oh, take the roof! Oh, I, I, I'm not gonna allow a no to stop me from getting to Jesus. Now, understand what's so cool about the story? They didn't have an issue; their friend did. How many times have you just drugged your friend to church? See another revelation. It took four to bring one. It took four to bring. So guess what? It's not just one person. It's it's all of us trying to work together to get. Because remember, they're sick. They got issues. So it's going to take more than just one person. Now, it does help. But one person, you're going to get tired. And you're gonna hope, praise God, that somebody gonna come help you. <sighs> praise God, my back gonna be right today. Tell God to be the glory. The Bible says they let him down on the mat. The paralyzed man was lying. And when Jesus saw, when Jesus saw, when Jesus saw their what? Active faith because, see, he, he understood the roof. He understood the door was crowded. There was no way to get in. He saw their faith that they're going to make a way out of nowhere. See, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I'm not going to let anything stop me from Jesus. It was kind of like blind Bartimaeus. We said, son of Jesus, David, have mercy on me. They say, shut up. He said, son of David, have mercy on me. They say, shut up. He said, son of David, you ain't going to shut me up. I got to see Jesus, and I'm not going to let anything stop me. Whenever you're on the verge of your breakthrough, expect adversity. The Bible says that there's a great and effectual door open unto us, but there's many adversaries. So when you're on the verge of your breakthrough, get ready for all hell to come at you, because he wants you to turn around. When they were unable to get to him because of the crowd, they removed the roof. Verse 5, when Jesus saw their faith, when Jesus saw their faith, when Jesus saw their faith springing from confidence in him, he said to the paralyzed man, sons, your, sons, son, your sins are forgiven. How about this? He didn't deal with his paralyzed state. He didn't say, I'm healing you. On the outside, he said, I'm healing you on the he didn't even deal with the paralyzed condition because that's just temporary. Your soul is eternal. So he says, I'm not even dealing with your condition. I'm dealing with your spiritual home. He says, your sins are forgiven. What I have learned in a faith walk is when hunger meets faith, you can birth a miracle. I'm going to say, when hunger collides with faith, you can make a miracle, Pastor. Prove it. The woman with the issue of blood. She says, "If I can just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be healed." She was hungry, and her faith connected. And he says, "I feel virtue has left me." If you can just get hungry, <laughs> but some of the scribes were sitting there debating in their hearts. You healed now. Praise the Lord. Stay right next to me. We're going to read it. And why does this man talk like this? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive the sins, remove guilt, nullify sins, penalty, assign righteousness, except God alone? Here it is. Here it is. You're about to get healed. Immediately, Jesus being fully aware of the hostility, knowing his spirit, that they were thinking this, said to them, Where, why are you debating your hearts, arguing about these things? Which is easier, to say to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and pick up your mat and walk? But so, you're good now, but so that you may know this Son of Man has been authority over power, death, and sins. God bless you. I say to you, get up, pick up your mat, and go home. He got up and immediately picked up the mat and went out before them so that they were astonished. And they glorified and praised God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. I got one key. We go home. Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16, I might as well as keep it over there. I don't even feel, well, well Holy Spirit, do what you want to do. I ain't. Mm. Acts, look what it says. This is a message. The judges went along with the mob, had Paul and Silas' clothes ripped off in order to be publicly beaten. After, beat, after beating them black and blue, they threw him into jail, telling the jailkeeper to put them under heavy guard so there would be no chance of escape. He did just that, so now they've been beaten. They've been talked about, lied, everything. All right. He did just that, threw them into the maximum security cell and clamped uh, leg irons on them. Along, Along about midnight, in the darkest hours when he shows up, About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing a robust hymn to God. Pastor Woody has said, you can't allow your situation to steal your praise. (laughs) So, they've been beaten, lied on, cheated, talked about, mistreated, scored. Almost wish they would never. But yet and still. They lifted their mouth and praised God. See, your praise is your down payment on your breakthrough. You don't praise God for what he's already done. You praise God like it's already done it. See, what you got to do is you got to make up in your mind that the, the Lord has been good. The Lord has been faithful. The same God that got me out of this is the same God that's going to get me. See, you have to get to the place where you don't allow your situation or your circumstance to determine your praise. See, praise, Oh, Lord, Revelations 12, 11. Is that what my next slide? Yes, it is. Praise the Lord. Let's read this, church. And they overcame and conquered him because of the blood of the lamb and because the word of their. For they did not love their life and renounce their faith even when faced with death. I am made an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and the word of. Of my testimony, I am made an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. I am made an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. So that means the more I testify, the more I overcome. I am made an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. I don't know about you, but God has been good to Jomo. I don't know about you, but God has done some things in my life that I can have to give him glory. See, I got a praise on the inside that I can not keep to myself. I can tell you that his name is Jehovah Rapha. He is the Lord God that heals me. I can tell you he's Jehovah Jireh, my provider. I can tell you he's the author and the finisher. I can tell you he's the bread of life. I made up in my mind that I don't need the whole church to praise. All I need is two people to be crazy enough to say, guess what? I'm going to change the whole atmosphere because Paul and Silas said, I'm going to praise God in every situation and every circumstance. Slide. Now I know what it says. The Bible says this. <laughs> next, next slide, next slide. Don't worry, we're gonna stand up again. I feel it. Take rest your rest, rest rest yourself, rest yourself. Woo! You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. Hezekiah's seven step prayer model, and the sevenfold ways to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JOMOCousins.com. Again, JOMOCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor JOMO. God how they did you on your job and you still praising God how they lied about you and they still praising God how sometimes you get child support and sometimes you don't but yet and still I'm still gonna praise God how can you praise God in the midst of all that you're going through while I made up my mind my praise is not predicated on what I'm going through. I praise God in every situation. I praise God. Why? Because praise is what I do. I'm a praiser in the morning. I'm a praiser in the evening. I praise him with money. I praise much with no money. I made up my mind that I'm going to praise God in every situation. See, you got to make up in your mind. No enemy is gonna shut my mouth. And you don't need everybody to be on your team. He said, Paul and Silas were just two radical brothers that said, you know what? I know it don't look good right now, but I'm not gonna talk about my problem. I'm gonna talk about the promise. He'll never leave me nor forsake me. He's an ever-present help in a time of trouble. See, you gotta get the revelation. <laughs> that God has not changed, and just because you're going through a storm, don't mean He's changed. Ooh, glory! This Bible says other prisoners couldn't believe their ears. Look at your look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, are you one of them? I just want to know, cause see, I might need a breakthrough today. I want to make sure is your praise or working. Come on, neighbor, are you one of them? Come on, look and say, neighbor. Are you one of them? I need a breakthrough. Is your praiser working today? Come on, neighbor. I need a breakthrough. And I don't know whose praise is going to set it free, but I'm going to make up my mind that my praiser is going to work today. Oh, shackles got to come off. Oh, glory for who the Son has set free is free indeed. I made up my mind. <laughs> Holy Spirit, have your way. Look at this, man. Go back, go back, go back. The other prisoners couldn't believe their ears. Then without warning, an earthquake and the jailhouse tottered and every door. Every door. Every door. What are you saying, pastor? You might have come to church today discouraged, but I'm going to praise for you. You may not have everything together. But I'm going to praise for your breakthrough. Because, see, I don't know whose praise is going to shift the atmosphere. But I'm going to act like my praise is going to shift the atmosphere. I'm going to act like I'm going to be the one that's going to turn it up. <laughs> the Bible says they spoke to the walls of Jericho when a big shout and the walls came down. I got a question. If today was the day you had to shout, could you shout? <laughs> Shout your walls down. Holler. I got to ask you the question because Holy Spirit, see, the the power of your praise, it just doesn't set you free. It sets everybody on your row free. That's why you got to do a row check. Row check is your praise of working today. I need some stuff from God. I got to ask you. Is it working today? Do you got your praise ready? There's some stuff that God has for me. And it happens in the atmosphere of praise. Woo! Lord. <laughs> What's the next slide? Thank you, Jesus. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. We, we might be standing one more time. Here it is, y'all. Second Chronicles 2, look what it says. Church, y'all ready? Read this and read together. At the very moment, they began to sing and give God. The Lord calls the armies of Ammon and Moab, and Moab, what's there, to start fighting among themselves. See, if you're in a faith fight, you got to praise, because when you praise, the enemy starts fighting with themselves, and he has to get off of you. Why? Because, see, praise is like an anointing oil. And when I get my praise on, stuff kind of rub off me, because guess what? What the enemy made for bad... God is going to turn around for good. So you got to make up in your mind that I'm going to praise God in every situation and every circumstance. Oh, Holy Spirit. The goal, the goal of the enemy is to shut your mouth. The goal of the enemy is for you not to praise God. And I want to talk to the brothers right now. This church is too loud with women right now. Where's the Mufasa in here? Where is the man of God in here who's going to stand up? I'm tired of hearing women praise God. Where are the men of God going to stand up and start praising God? Come on, man. Where the real ones at? I want to know where the real men at. I'm going to praise God. Man, where, where the real was that? I don't care how I look. I'm going to praise God in every situation. I'm a real one. My praise is for real. Woo, thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, <laughs> I'm not trying to belittle my brothers, but we got too many women praising, and I got too many men sitting like this can't have it. Can't have it. If you can praise at the football game, you better praise God now. You better make up your mind. Who are you with? I got to praise him. He's been good to me. (laughs) Oh God, he's been good. Holy Spirit. Brothers, your praise might be setting your family free. Your praise might be your promotion. Your praise, your praise, your praise. That's why you got to make up your mind that I'm not going to let no devil steal my praise. Holy Spirit. If God be for me, who can be against me? I wish he would. The Bible says the righteous, are bold as lions. The Bible says the righteous are bold as lions. I'm tired of soft brother Man, you better stand up. I- let me stop. Let me calm down, Joe. Calm down. calm down. Calm down. Calm down. You better. Hey. <laughs> y'all were y'all weren't ready for that were y'all. 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 Y'all, y'all weren't ready for that. Everyone say that's a shift. Every now and then you got to shift. Every now and then you got to look back and see where God has brought you from. Every now and then we just got to get in the atmosphere where we're just going to praise and we're going to worship God for what he has already done. I ask you today, do you know him? Do you know him? Do you know him? See, the reason why Paul and Silas, come here, Paul and Silas. Come on, come on. The reason why Paul and Silas could set them free was they had a relationship. See, see, when when you understand that he's the Alpha and the Omega, When you understand that he's the author and the finisher, when you understand he's the bread of life, when you understand he's the branch that reached out to you and nobody else, when you understand he's Christ, the anointed one, when you understand he's the consolation, the high prize, when you understand he's the door to the sheep, when you understand that he's your deliverer, when you understand he's the eternal one, when you understand that he is the forerunner, he is the father, when you understand he's God with the big sheep. When you understand that he's the Holy One of Israel, when you understand that he is I Am, whatever you need him to be, when you understand that he is Emmanuel, God with us, when you understand he is Jesus. When That he's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. When you understand that he's the Messiah, he's the Nazareth, he's the only begotten one. When you understand that he is the perpetuation. When you understand he's a quickening spirit. When you understand that he's the resurrection, you realize you don't need everybody to be with you. I just (laughs) need truth. I ask you, do you know? Talk family, heaven Gonna be a rainbow He white, he black I'm a lotto You better laugh This is what heaven's gonna be about Brothers and sisters in Christ Worshipping The only living God And it's how we love on each other how we serve each other. I ask you, do you know him? None of us in here are perfect. Us be right here. You ain't want to know a lot you do. <laughs> we got him. But it's not about our perfections. It's about Christ. Do you know him? Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned. all have fallen from the glory. Romans 10.9 says, If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. I want you to know, do you know Jesus? Some of you here today are in a back condition. You know what to do, but you're not doing what you know. Listen, change begins with you. And some of you looking for home church. Look, there's no perfect person in here, but we serve a perfect God. And if you feel like this is a place where you can learn and grow, I'd love to be a pastor. i love to be I love God. i honor you to honor God. But listen, change begins.